0: It's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on SiriusXM Patriot. Joe Biden is not physically or mentally up for this job. Just accept it. Just accept it. Remember how crazy the Democrats and the media got One time when Donald Trump reached for a handrail, they mocked his physique endlessly. Biden is frail. And uh, that is the symbol that is being portrayed around the world. Which is why the Chinese, the North Koreans, the Russians, and the Iranians are laughing literally in our face. And you should rightly be scared. Because if we're being totally honest with ourselves, Joe Biden went around saying that Kamala Harris was ready to lead on day one. She's not. She is totally out of her league with the Chinese. She is totally out of her league with the Northern. What about Trump? Trump got the Chinese to the table on trade. Trump delivered the lethal military aid to the Ukraine. Trump got our NATO allies to pay more for their participation and was trying to, yes, you might use the word strong arm, or at least shame the EU countries that are supposedly our allies to stop buying their oil and natural gas from Russia. As a matter of fact, Trump's instincts on foreign policy were the best we've seen in a long time. You know what's really scary about Washington, D.C.? You could watch CNN, MSNBC, and you see these national security analysts like Samantha Vinograd and others. The other one is the other one, Eddie Glaude. And you look into their biographies, and all they've ever done is read papers and write papers. Almost none of these people that comprise the foreign policy establishment actually have any experience with the actual countries they're allegedly experts on. You know, if I wanted national security advice, I'd rather, I I would rather know what an enlisted Green Beret thinks before somebody who spent their entire life in a classroom. And I'm not saying that just because, well, there's, there's a heavy veteran presence in this audience and guys like you like to, you know, like to cozy up to the regular guy. No, it's true. We have people all over Washington, D.C. that are given this credibility of expert. They have fancy pedigrees. And when it comes right down to it, it's like they don't know you know what. And specifically on the the Iran nuclear deal, when we get into that, I'm going to read Chuck Schumer's statement the first time around. Schumer was against the Iran nuclear deal until Trump became president. And then you've got this idiot Ben Rhodes. Again, Ben Rhodes. Ben Rhodes was a failed novelist that somehow some way got into the inner circle of Obama's national security team. It's amazing how we have people. And I'm not saying everyone has to go downrange, but it's like none of them. Visiting a university does not, meaning, does not mean you understand the culture and what's driving the government. I'm sorry. We have one foreign policy idiot after another. They get masters, they get PhDs, we call them doctor. They get desk jobs at the State Department. They somehow get rotated to the National Security Council and then they go on television and they write books telling you how smart they are. If they were so if they were so smart, if these were the smartest people on earth, then why are all the threats from twenty years ago, from thirty years ago, from forty years ago, the same threats. Wine six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. Remember when Hillary used to blather on about smart power? Ooh, there was Oh, good, smart power, Hillary. Tell us where you're using that smart power. Oh, with the embassy annex in Benghazi? Great job. How about that Arab Spring? Woo! You're really racking up those foreign policy victories, aren't you? Bureaucrats. Whether they're bureaucrats at the USDA or bureaucrats at the EPA or bureaucrats at the State Department. Bureaucrats are bureaucrats. They ride desks. We have farm regulations made by people who've never worked on a farm. Never once. But there they are, making farm regulations. And when the government does screw up, Like the Gold King mine spill? The EPA says, what? Me? Not our fault. Really? It's exactly your fault. You know, before I get into this audio, this very, very uncomfortable audio of Tony Blinken being mocked by his counterpart from China in Alaska, then Ben Rhodes, you have to understand that a lot of these people, they just take up space in D.C., And you want to know why it's hard to get a serious meeting with a member of Congress? Well, for one, everybody wants to meet with their member of Congress. Every single organization, every single agenda, it's all worthy of their time. But the reason why D.C. is so damned inefficient, why it solves nothing, is because it has taken on responsibilities That it was never designed to take on. There shouldn't even be an education commission in the Congress, let alone a Department of Education. There's nothing in the Constitution that says the government, the federal government, that is, was supposed to get involved in these things. The reason why DC is inefficient. The reason why when you go to a member of Congress's office and it's filled with a whole bunch of people is because the federal government keeps taking on responsibilities it was never designed to take on and then demanding taxpayer resources get this from the states so they then can return to the states the grant money to fulfill these obligations that the federal government was never supposed to be involved in in the first place. The federal government The House and the Senate were supposed to be part-time positions. See, you won't get this from government-run education now because government-run education, once the government runs education, the government is going to instruct the student to believe about government what the government wants the student to believe about government. The House and the Senate, One originally elected, the other originally appointed, was supposed to convene to pass laws and confirm members of the executive branch, which really, if we really wanted to call it, I mean, it's really the administrative branch. Congress was supposed to pass the laws by convening and debating in public writing laws that were then signed into law by the president. Then they were supposed to return to their districts and states. And the executive branch would execute the administration of the law. The president was supposed to be full-time in D.C., not the Congress. But as the government started taking on more and more and more responsibility members of Congress became permanent fixtures in Washington, D.C., creating a class unto itself. And instead of spending time, the majority of their time in their districts, they began to create federal agencies so the federal government could take on more responsibility. What you, one-fiftieth of everything you see in Washington, D.C. should be in your state. Your state capital should be the place to achieve your political goals, not Washington, D.C. Whether it's on health care, education, housing, all these things that the government now meddles in, distracts their ability to actually do the things they're supposed to be doing. And this, this is now what drives the government. When they can't solve a problem that they're supposed to solve, they take on other problems and say, look how damn busy we are trying to solve all these problems. That would be like if you had an employee and you, you had one job, right? You know, let's say you had one job. You assign that employee a task to be performed because that's what a job is. A job is a task to be performed. And that person goes off and does other things. Well, I was, I was, I was straightening up the break room, but that's not your job. But, 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 but I was, I was ordering new signs for the parking lot. That's not your job. You know how busy I'm? Yes, you're doing a whole bunch of things that you were not assigned to do. Do the job that you're assigned to do. Leave the break room to the maintenance people. Leave the parking lot to the maintenance people. That's why they're there. That's their job. We have a bunch of people in Washington, D.C. claiming they're too damn busy to get the job done because of all the responsibility they have to take on. Nobody told you to take this on. You did it your damn self. And that's why these federal agencies keep sprawling and growing and sprawling and growing. Because the federal government is taking on more and more and more responsibility, thus expanding the employee base of the federal government. 150th of everything in D.C. should be in a state. If it's not directly related to defense, foreign affairs, the federal courts, There's only 18 enumerated. How can a body of people, 535 people, be so damned burdened by 18 enumerated powers? You have literally only 18 things you're allowed to do. Everything else is the state's. That's literally how the Constitution works. And we have fools on top of fools on top of fools that are getting their lunch eaten six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. Here's Tony Blinken sitting right across from, from his Chinese counterpart, who literally laughs in his face. Cut four.
1: Well, I think we thought too well of the United States. We thought that the U.S. side will follow the necessary diplomatic protocols. 所以我们刚才必须阐明我们的立场。So, So for China, it was necessary that we make our position clear. So let me say here that in front of the Chinese side, the United States does not have the qualification to say that it wants to speak to China from a position of strength.
0: Oh, good Lord. They just slapped him across the face. They took their glove off and slapped Blinken across the face. Once forward, once backward. You are not talking to us from a position of strength. Then you have this dummy, this dope, this moron that Obama brought in, Ben Rhodes. This is, this is Trump's fault. Cut five. I've never
1: seen anything quite like that, Andrea, even behind closed doors with the Chinese, where meetings are usually quite scripted. I think there's a common thread between what we've seen with Russia and China, which is that those two countries got pretty accustomed in the last few years to the United States being essentially absent from holding up the international order, from speaking out uh, on issues like human rights and democracy. And I think that both China and Russia wanted to test early on whether they could brush back the Biden team So that they're not raising those issues which china and russia don't like to hear lectures about they don't like spotlights uh, on their internal affairs and i think that this was a test as was the recall of the russian ambassador i think frankly yesterday tony blinken and jake sullivan and calling back in the press uh, after that long uh, chinese uh, speech really at the beginning of the meeting i think they passed the test they showed look we're not just speaking for ourselves we're speaking for a set of values what are you
0: they're laughing they're They're laughing in your face because of Trump? They never laughed in Trump's face. You little weasel. They never laughed in Trump's face. We were achieving goals and gains with trade with China. It was you. It was the Democrats. It was the media that couldn't bring yourselves to blame the Chinese for the China virus. Our sports leagues are selling out our movie studios are selling out. We gave them GM under Biden's watch. They're laughing at us now. They own the intellectual property of our largest automobile company because of Biden. They own us now because of Biden. And now they're not even playing. They're not even playing anymore. Pretending time is over. Playtime is over. I can only imagine how much dirt the Chinese have on Hunter, Hunter Biden. Pfft. I can only imagine. Joe Biden is drinking his warm milk and going to bed early. It's the early bird special. It's the Velcro Sneakers special. That's who's in charge now. We're right there wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XFA. You can join me live on the Will Call Majority Monday to Friday noon to 3 East 9 to noon West on Sirius XM Patriot channel 125.